welcome back to episode three of Less Than Ten of our Halloween Spooktacular. <laughs> Thanks for putting the number on it. This week we're returning to our pseudo-Midwest, almost historic Nevada, Red Mud Valley, where our uh, our little monster hunters here are getting themselves into some shit finally. Not am just I, racists and it, it, bar am fights. I, am I in charge again? No. Why? Calm down. Go back to your hole. Uh, Fucking Go goblin. back to your character. Just one? Just one character? Yeah, just one. one. That's yeah. fucking bullshit. Well, there's two, technically. There's the character you play and the character you are. Can you be the one you play? Do you so, really want that? Who do we have at the table today? <laughs> Let's start with the, the sick bird over there. Yeah, Jay, who is still sick because I lied. We had God, it's been like a week. We last time. Wait. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we. my name is Jameson Oxford. I will be playing the German immigrant investigator detective Moss. And uh, I am uh, certain that there is nothing, nothing going on out of the ordinary. The supernatural is all superstition and nonsense. But uh, the, the man to my left assures me that I am <laughs> out of my depth. And that would be... I am playing Thomas Blake today, and I'm going to smack some learning in that boy. And <laughs> I am Randall. I am playing the initiate who is tasked with protecting all these chuckle fucks. And uh, hopefully we can kill this monster and have a nice time. And to my left... Hey, it's Ryan, and I'm playing Orangey Pritchett, and I'm, I'm starting to get pr- pretty spooked. But to my mm. left... To, to his returning every week is Jeff. And uh, I am, you know, not the normal person. Don't do it. It's been difficult to get used to, but I'm getting... Um, I've joined a, a six-step program because I can't commit to 12. Hey, man, you're doing a good job. Way to go, bud. <sighs> the coupon said half off, so... You yeah. know. Um... So, hold on, I'm breathing through it. That's a lot of hats behind you, Jeff. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, so, you know he's on the second step Yeah, still. you know he's on the second step. We're not supposed to mention hats. Fuck! <laughs> Guys! <laughs> I'm the only one who read the pamphlet, apparently. There was a pamphlet? God damn it. Randall, I need help. I don't get it. God damn it. <laughs> and you know what? God I, damn it, think- Ryan, just so I get everyone. I think I'm going to make it through it. Jeff. It Jeff. Through it. Ah. Jeff. Yes. Who are you playing? Ah. <laughs> this week, I'm the friendly railroad man, the Irish immigrant, Marley O'Shaughnessy. And guess who's taken over in this seat? How dare you? So close. Oh, someone help me. Uh, that didn't say that in the pamphlet. Nope. I don't think the pamphlet prepares anybody. I believe denial is our best bet. And the usurper's name is... I'm Mitch. I'm fantastic. I'm beautiful. I am old man Bruce. I am the depths of the disparity that makes up the realm between realms in the normal world of the Torchlit Tavern. I am a racist confederate. I am a stupid train conductor. I am a foolish sheriff. And this week, I am the monster. Frankenstein teen become the monster. So, uh, we left off on a bit of a cliffhanger last time, boys. How are we feeling? Uh, well, not too great, but that's mostly just because it's real dirty inside this here saloon. No. Oh, shit. 
It is dirty up in here. So maybe it's time that we clean it. And you know what? I'm going to let Marley take the, ra- the, the reins here. Well, you know, good old Marley can take the reins of a little bit of tavern keeping. Saloon keeping. Or saloon keeping as it is this week. I'm from the place where we used to call them pubs. So maybe it's pub keeping. Let me tell you. We're out here doing this for the love of it, but if you'd like to support us and you'd like to contact us, we've got a couple ways that you can find us. First of all, they got this fucking new angled, newfangled angled thing. They call it Facebook. Where do they gotta go on the Facebook to find us? It'd be facebook.com slash Torchlit Tavern. And they got this fancy thing they use on their, on the people using on their telephones these days as well. Uh, they call it, uh, what's, what's the name of the thing? Twitter? What's the Twitter? The Twitter is at Torchlit Tavern. And if you want to share us, you can use this fancy dancy hashtag. Tell them what the hashtag is. Hashtag Torchlit Tavern. And if all of that's not good enough, don't worry, we've got even more for you. we got a website. What's the website? That would be TorchlitTavern.com, Marley. And if you haven't enough, had enough of us, and heaven knows you can never have enough of old Marley, then we've got even more for you. we also got a Patreon. What about the Patreon? That would be Patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. So whether you're going to the, the pub, the saloon, or the tavern, Come on through, give us a listen, give us a share, give us a like, give us a subscribe. We appreciate your service, and we'll keep delivering ours. Well done. That's why I'm gonna kill everyone in this room. I didn't silence my phone, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was Mitch. Yeah, I thought we were getting some ambient shit. I mean, it's accurate. (laughs) Leave that in. Yeah. Please. Oh, we just, we'll just never address it. not have to say that. And that's why I'm going to kill everyone right, in so this yeah, room. Uh, Jay is still a little sick, so there's going to be far less Detective Moss, which I think is fine. Uh, uh, because I really am going to need Thomas Blake and Orangey Pritchett to tell me what the fuck is going on. I uh, mean, he's probably going to die anyway, so that's fine. Uh, probably. Uh, actually, Detective Moss is still certain that Orangey Pritchett got struck by lightning. Invisible lightning that he could not see and didn't make any thunderclap. Invisible but, silent lightning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Invisible silent lightning. Uh, you know, that old chestnut. Thomas walks over, just one-handed, just grabs Orangey and puts him, picks him up and sets him on their feet. You okay? Y- yes. You all right? Yes, yes. All right. Orgy, what's going on? Marley's got a hand on his Colt Navy pistol, which is uh, holstered behind his back, and the other hand touching an iron nail in the saloon doorway. Eyes wide. Fucking Taurus. Uh, Moth, there's there's something coming, and it's coming for the photographer. Pardon me, pardon me. It is at that moment that you hear the disembodied, befouled, and denatured neigh of what your mind can only attribute to as some sort of phantasmal horse. And as the persistent echo of this unearthly howl begins to wane, you hear the heavy impact of hooffall rapidly approaching the tavern. You look to the left of the tavern in the direction that Orangey had pointed in their proclamation only moments ago, and you see... Riding from or materializing out of the darkness, a horse, all black, standing at 15 hands, flames about its hoof, a rider atop its back, no saddle, no reins, no head. The horse barrels down upon the tavern and leaps from the ground, crashing through the window into the room that you, Detective Moss, remember is where the photographer was. Uh... Oh, holy fucking hell, it's a doula hand. Oh god damn. Oh. Um. Uh, Detective Moss goes, I was quite impressed by the costume, but shit. Shut the, the, the horse, fuck. 
The oh. horse just did a 30-foot vertical shut, leap. Shut, shut it, shut it. Marley runs up because his stuff is in his room. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, Mitch, I'm going to try and do the same spell I did on the train to boost my speed so I can haul ass up there. All right, you're doing a use magic roll. Let's uh, let's describe use magic for the listener again. Uh, Real quick, I, I pull, I reach into a little bag on my hip, pull out some fine cremated cheetah dust. <laughs> <laughs> Chester cheetah dust? Yes, it's, yeah, it's I, actually legit, che- I legit heard Cheeto dust. No, nah, it's a, it's a cheetah, cheetah it's, dust. It's, it's orange. How do you uh, think they make Cheetos? Uh, oh. oh, I know how they make Cheetos. Oh God, he's gonna get dangerously cheesy. And he. He's gonna put. Oh my god! I rolled the twelve base. Fuck yeah! So haul ass, Thomas. Let's go save Thomas. Um, do I get experience for running up towards the monster god by myself? <laughs> experience, hungry player. <laughs> he is determined to level up several, at least twice, and he's honestly behind his goal. Yeah. So I'm gonna boost my speed a shitload, and just. Haul ass up to the player as the as the dust of a cheetah cremated after dying natural causes spreads across my body. Yeah, and once again, uh, he did use magic and he rolled a twelve plus yep. or a ten plus, which means he gets to perform one. He he chose do one thing that is beyond human limitations. Uh, on a twelve plus, the keeper will offer you some added benefit. Ooh. Mm. Oh. Oh. Well, we're gonna cut that out of the app. Um, I don't believe in giving <laughs> benefits to my players. Ra- uh, Ryan, we don't we don't talk about shit like that in this podcast. Don't, okay? don't you fucking volunteer that shit ever again. Yeah. I, don't you fucking tell me to help you people. As the normal DM, I support this decision. I do have one question as we uh, as we continue. Who saw the picture of the thing? Me. What? It looks like the fucking headless horseman. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, uh, it looks like the headless horseman's arm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't really... Okay, yeah, I really didn't see a photo, like you said. You saw a photo, it just wasn't much. Yeah. It, I believe I said it was the left arm, correct? Yeah, I Yeah. So. And you have that photo on you, correct? I do. Okay, that's just story maintenance for me, making sure I know what's up. Yes, yes. Um. So, uh, so you I'm, shut the hell up. So, Randall, <laughs> as you finish your incantation... Which is fairly run-of-the-mill. It goes off without a hitch. Thomas Blake erupts from his point of origin, bursts through the doors, and begins to flash up the stairs. And as you do that, you, this time, see the swirls of ephemeral smoke. You have moved fast enough that the mesmer that was blinding you before can't keep up. Mm. Essentially, this monster has a slow rendering speed, and you have now <laughs> moved beyond its frames per second. Uh. As you enter the tavern, the entire area is filled with this eerie ephemeral smoke. And you rush up the stairs, and you come to the door, inside of which you hear the senseless screams of the photographer. Jeff, you were saying? Uh, so, so Marley, I uh, ran... In because, like, I'm trying to get my stuff and go. <laughs> like, a fucking doula hand ain't something that Marley's fucking with for today. So we're throwing out Brave. Brave's not happening. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't paid well, to be Brave. Well, not when it's... it's it, brave is something that can be done when you're not sure what it is. But he's sure as fuck what a doula hand is. Like, that's an old Celtic thing. He's like, ooh, mm-mm, nope. Uh, but... 
because I'm running into danger, I'm going to read a bad situation. And are you running into the photographer's room or are you running to your room? I'm running to my room, but it's still up there. So, like, I'm just trying to read a bad situation as I go up there regardless because I still want to, like, play it safe. I rolled a 12 on my read a bad situation. Does he get anything special for that? It, 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 it you just, he gets to ask questions. He rolled a 12? Yeah. Yeah. You get to ask uh, get three, three of okay. these questions. Okay, cool. <laughs> three, three, three from this list. Your list is, yeah. what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? And he like picks three of those or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, he can choose any three because he rolled a 12. All right, I'm going to start with, um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? No. Um, what's most vulnerable to me? So uh, I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to answer that question with a question. Do you want to fuck with the Doolahan, or do you want to get the fuck out safely? Hmm. As a player, yes, but as a character, probably not quite yet. I mean... I will give you an answer, but it depends on which direction you're going. They're different answers. Okay. So if you're if you're trying to escape, you'll get one answer. If you're trying to fight the monster right now, you'll yeah, get a different answer. Te- technically, I think the question that you actually want to ask, Jeff, is what's the best way out? Actually, yeah. what's the best way in and out, probably, because that's technically what you are trying to do, right? Yeah, so what is the best <laughs> way in? I'll get with those. What's the best way in? Uh, the best way in, as far as you know, is the single staircase that is inside this saloon. Okay. There's only one way up. You don't have, like, a rope ladder or anything, so you're going to have to go down the hallway that is attached to where the photographer's room is. But you'll see when you get there... That you can, you know, your room isn't next to the photographer's room. Okay. Um, and this is a question just for me. Have I seen Thomas fly by yet? Yes. Uh, yeah, Thomas, he passed you. Thomas went first. Thomas erupted past you. Thomas left the door open for you when he blew through it. Yeah, okay. so te- technically this is just you finding information. You're not going to react to the information yet. Thomas is way ahead of you at this point. Yeah, you are right. You are not even going to catch up to Thomas in this round, as it were. Because he's high on cheated right. dust. Yeah. Yeah. So your your final question, sir. Um, what's the biggest threat should be quite obvious. Yeah, uh, it should be Detective Moss. <laughs> yes, uh, actually you, know you are the biggest threat because you're likely to do something stupid and jeopardizing. It's true. You know what? I'm going to ask the question because it's the only one that like is useful to a- to answer for everyone. Um, what's the best way to protect the victim? Well, what are Doolahan's weak to? Nothing, as far as I know. Honestly. Best way to protect a- the victim would be to give him the fuck out. Yeah, I was trying to give him a better answer than that. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh- I mean, hold on. Let me let me check to see what Doolahan's weaknesses are. Isn't it like the sun or something? <laughs> Which just went down. Yeah, Running that would water. be unfortunate. The best way to protect the victim would be to dispatch the monster. According to your knowledge, the monster is, as you say, the Dullahan, which is an old fae and would be susceptible to wounds caused by iron. Luckily, I have an iron mace. Also, apparently gold. Gold? Gold? Shit. Um, like I said, while he's kind of looking at his history, it's a good time for somebody else to do a thing. Yeah, so, but that'll, that will be your answer, Jeff. Yeah. Is that, uh, and there is that iron nail that you're always talking about. Well, yeah, and in my uh, You have an iron thing stuff, too, right? Yeah, I have the hammer. I'm gonna use the iron mace that I have to break the doorknob off and mu- charge in. Give me a second to see if the other two want to do something. I, I move into the place to move 
toward my stuff, which I believe was in the trunk in the saloon. So that's all I do. Um, I would say orangey. Orangey, how are you weighing in on this? How do none of you people have a gun on you? <laughs> we were at the gun. bar asking questions of civilians. I actually I have a. This is the old west. How do you not have a gun on you? I, I, get I do have a gun. I get bonuses for not using a gun. Yeah, and I only have a shotgun. You're a cop. All cops have guns. We know this. I'm a detective. I do have a gun in the saloon. <laughs> I was holding it while in Orangey. the beginning of this episode. Do you have anything to weigh in on this? <sighs> Unfortunately, no. And guns shoot lead, not iron. Alright, so that brings us back to Randall. Break the doorknob, get in there, kick some ass. I don't got time. Alright, so, how, how are you going to break down this door? I, uh, like, it's, uh, I'm just going to tell you, it's not, like, crazy secure. Oh. There might be a deadbolt, but we're talking, like, a piece of lumber it, that, you it, know, slows people down. I hate, I hate when this happens in writing, so I'll check if it's unlocked first. <laughs> I, I really do hate when that happens, though. Where it's like, it was unlocked, alright, okay. You So, you've been in these rooms. You've been in the one that you guys rented. You do know that if it's locked, it's just a drop bolt of wood. Okay, is it unlocked? No. Okay, then I'm gonna break the door in. And we're gonna say uh, that because you wasted time checking the door, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and because you're high on Cheeto dust, you just lost, like, what, one-eighteenth of a second? <laughs> I did want to say that he dashed up the stairs at a full sprint in less than a second, got to the door, stopped, checked the knob, but lost all, all that his happened momentum, in less than a second. then kicked it in. So, is that kick some ass? So, yeah, I need you to kick that door's ass. Kick hey. that door's ass. I have, uh, eight. So you've got, a, you've got a mixed success, and while the door doesn't have the ability to bite you, what that does mean is it takes you another second to get in. You strike the door the first time with your mace, and... <laughs> yeah, it begins to yield, but you're forced to strike it a couple of more times before it completely gives way. But I am high on cheetah dust. The answer to the weaknesses that Doolahans have is putting its head back on hmm. well, should kill it. Completely destroying its body or its head should kill it. And it hates precious metals. Precious metals. Weird. Yeah. Huh. Either, in theory. It just It's not going to kill it, it just hates them. It's oh, okay, you can repel it. I will, uh, I'll wait until you relay that information to Detective Moss. In the meantime, Detective Moss has gotten to his trunk and has gotten his shotgun and is stomping up the stairs. Um, I should be up the stairs by now. Yeah. Yeah, you, you get to the top of the stairs. Uh, as you get there, you see Thomas bust that shit down. Um, as I see Thomas bust that shit down and begin to charge in, I go, What in the holy hell is wrong with you, boy? This isn't a run towards a dangerous situation. Uh... And then as I'm running toward, I run towards where he is because my room is close by. I reach into my pocket. I grab the couple pieces of gold I got and I go, <laughs> get the fuck out of there. And I throw him at the doula hand. Kick some ass, say some lives, have a drink. So the, uh, the most direct path to your room uh, does not require you passing the room with the doula hand. You can throw it to Thomas, but at this point you cannot yet see the Doolahan. Okay, well I'm gonna run because I see him and I'm like, what is yeah, he doing? Yeah, you're, you're in the room, like, your room is the room next to the photographer's room before the photographer's room. Right. So, but what I'm gonna do is just go slightly past that and just huck it through the door. It, just huck it through the door at the Doolahan, because like I assume I, he's a huge horse, headless horseman, like he's the only thing you can see in the room Man, almost. It's a, it's a large-ish room, but yeah, your chances of hitting him with that are pretty fucking solid. Yeah, so I just chuck the gold at him. You know, tell me if I have to roll for that, but 
Nah, man, it's, you're just hucking it in the room. You're just hucking it in the room. Go get your shit. Yeah, I huck it, and, I, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Both of And then I go back to getting my <laughs> Ma- shit. Moss watches that happen. As, as, as Thomas dives into the room, Moss watches you t- just toss a handful of money into the room. And he's just like, why are you performing fortune rituals? I load my shotgun, and I take position outside the door. Uh, probably Thomas should kick some ass before I unload in there with a shotgun. Yeah, I'm gonna roll up behind Moss and ready my revolver. I am assuming that I can't fire into Thomas's melee again, so if Thomas does a thing, I'm gonna attempt to help, similar to the way I helped during the shootout in the, in, uh, the train. Yeah, so the stack on the doorway is we've got Thomas going through. Um, Shianesi tossed his shit in like a fucking frag grenade. We, we've done a we've done a full-on uh, tactical breaching clear here. Thomas broke down the door. Shanessy <laughs> tossed in a, a you know stun grenade and uh, O'Shaughnessy, we've got sir. fire support coming up from the rear. You guys will get to the door after Thomas has entered the room though because you are a bit behind him from him being high on Chester dust. <laughs> Which get brings us back to you, Mr. Thomas Blake. Get dangerous. What's your equipment again, Randall? My equipment? Yeah, you have a mace, you have a crossbow. Uh, I have a mace, I have a crossbow, I have my armor, and I have a silver knife. Okay. Um, so, a- as you enter the room, you, you see Shanice's gold fly past you and bounce off of the broad chest of the horse, which doesn't appear to give half a damn. Really? And the headless rider steps off of the horse on the other side of you a- as you enter the room. Uh, he is dismounting to approach the photographer who is cowering in the corner. Alrighty. I want you to roll an act under pressure. Alright, what is... As you step out from behind the other ho- side of the horse, draw your crossbow, and plant a bolt in the jugular region of the photographer. What? What? Not you, but you. So Thomas Blake is the one who got off uh, the horse? No, the Headless Horseman got off the horse. Thomas Blake is who stepped out from behind this hulking beast. Uh, because a 15-hands horse, you can hide a man behind. So there's two Blakes. Now. Uh, and I I would see this, right? You've not gotten there yet. I'm no, aware the of the hall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, Does he have an opportunity to stop himself from planting this bolt into the, the photographer? He is high on Cheeto dust. Yeah, let's yeah. roll your roll your act under pressure, and then uh, well, depending there, on how that goes, I'll I'll let you do things. Well, there, there's a protect someone too. There's, yeah, there's I'm actually good at that, but uh, uh, yeah. but right now he has to confront one of his greatest fears. Yep. Uh, and I already rolled. I've just been warned. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. So so how are we doing? Right uh, now? I rolled actually a twelve total. I rolled eleven naturally plus one. Sweet. So he does, he um, does what he sets out to do. Yeah. So that is going to not alter your course of action um so what what do you do as you see him level this crossbow i'm gonna try and uh protect the photographer how in what uh, way i'm gonna try and get between myself and the photographer basically act as a shield while the other three are probably going to be coming in shortly after to help me just blitz and intercept yeah protect someone uh when you prevent harm to another character roll plus tough on any success seven or more you protect them okay but you'll suffer some of the harm uh, that they were going to get if you have a 10 plus you get to choose an extra thing uh uh upside uh i get thanks to ancient fighting arts as part of the initiate i get plus one whenever i roll to protect someone nice uh that is nine plus two eleven 
All right, so 10 plus, uh, you choose one of these. You suffer little harm, minus one harm. Uh, all impending danger is now focused on you. You inflict harm on the enemy, or you hold the enemy back. I guess all impending danger uh, will be focused on me instead. So basically allows me to intercept the bolt and then get their attention. Yeah. Agro. So as you raise the crossbow to point it at yourself, because you rolled so well, you are... Uh, you're troubled by what you're seeing, but you're unfazed. And you notice that as it raises its left arm, the arm does not match. In fact, the arm has not changed form from the headless rider that dismounted. It uh, discharges its crossbow, which, you know, plinks off of your armor. And uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't expecting that. The horse, however, rears up as much as it can in the confines of the room. And begins to thrash about. Uh-oh. So, uh, my gun boys. Horse in a china shop. It is at about this point that you arrive. Um, well, I was gonna try to help out, but I think Detective Moss is going to, um, piss off PETA and shoot the horse. I, I, I think that I have weighed the life of the horse against the, uh, three human, well, I believe human beings in the room. Four? Four human beings? How many do I see? So, Detective Moss and Orangey, you both arrive at the same time, so you both see the same scene. As you come around the door, you see your friend Thomas diving between your friend Thomas, who is about to shoot through Thomas into the photographer. Uh, also, Jay, just so to ease your conscience a little, just remember PETA talks shit about Steve Irwin. Yeah, so obviously they don't have fucking shit. Yeah, so yet. shoot that fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Mr. Moss, I want you to roll an investigative mystery. Uh, actually, I have an ability right off the bat uh, that I was going to point out. The Occult Confidential. The first time in each mystery that you observe a monster, minion, or phenomenon in action, you may ask one question from the Investigate a Mystery list. Investimatic yeah. History. Yeah, that one. Jurassic also, Park. we don't have the best track record with PETA already. What with the whole Blackfish situation that happened in episode 20. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck Peter. So what's your what's your yeah, question, Jay? Um Well, let's go for the easy and obvious, I think. What sort of creature is this? Well, Mr. Moss, you don't believe in fairy tales. Mew. I'm also highly observant. At this point, you only get what you see. Okay. Which is a clone of Mr. Blake. Mr. Blake, the photographer, and the only thing that looks immediately unnatural other than that there's two Mr. Blakes is the horse whose hoofs are still aflame and has no eyes. Yeah, go on with shooting that horse. Uh, I'm gonna roll to kick some wait, ass. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What about the left arm? Does the left arm still look like the headless horseman's arm? Mm, yeah, actually. Oh yeah, so does anything match that's, my photo? No, that's why I was telling Jay to roll yeah. me an investigative mystery. Oh, okay, okay. I'll do that. Go ahead and do that. Just Jay for, intercepted sure. my, uh, my, my exposition there, but thank you, Jeff, for not letting me let that slip. Yeah, I rolled a nine. Uh, it's a mixed success. So I get to ask another question, unless you're just going to give me this question. What is your question? Well, you, I rolled investigate a mystery, which is a mixed success. Do you want me to just okay. ask another question, or do you want me yeah, to give I'm me? A, This was just for me to determine um, to determine if you noticed this thing or not. I, I'm using it as a bullshit perception check. Stop <laughs> perception checks. Nah, nah, fuck you. They're, they're bad. Uh, my, my question will be, what is being concealed here? The true form of the monster. You can tell that as the copy of Mr. Blake attacks, 
It is turning itself in such a way as to conceal its left side, which draws your attention to it, and you notice that its left arm matches in perfection the image that you have in your pocket. Okay. So the left arm is not Thomas Blake's arm. No, it is the arm in the photo from... Because if it was Thomas Blake's arm, it would be in that undescribed armor that he is apparently wearing at all times. Yes. That that old-fashioned type armor with no description whatsoever. Yeah, it's been described. It's the old-fashioned kind. Yeah, the old-fashioned kind. Yeah. Some form of chain-scale leather mail. Plate, maybe. So, uh, Orangey. Are, are we here, Orangey? Yes, we are. Okay. So, Orangey, what do you what do you do? I was going to immediately shoot, but I do not wish to blow out my friend detective's ears. So instead, I'm going to cast Jinx. I I was trying to roll a kick some ass, but I, I know forced we're to coming back to that. Okay, we're coming back to that. I'm pairing your two turns. That's okay. why. Well, I didn't get my turn. You made me do a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Look, bitch. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled a six. <laughs> Uh, so that's a six. Give us orangey mark experience. A six gets yeah. me. He a gets mark some of experience. Is what he gets. <laughs> and and what were you trying to hex orangey? It doesn't matter because on a miss, the keeper holds two over me to be used in the same way. I get to hex you twice. You get to jinx me. Yeah. Ah. Well, he gets to. Oh, is that? Oh, jinx is special, huh? It's not jinx, just to use jinx magic. Jinx is different from hex. Yeah. Which gotcha. one is jinx? On a jinx, you can interfere with a hunter giving them minus one forward, help a hunter giving them plus one forward by interfering with their enemy, interfere with what a monster, minion, or bystander is trying to do, inflict one harm on the target due to an accident, the target finds something you left for them, or the target loses something that you will soon find. Hmm. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. (laughs) So. I was trying to jinx the monster. But you've helped me so much. You're welcome. You never help me with idea. I never get paid in gum. So, <laughs> God, Mister, what the fuck, Mister Moss? You come around the doorway. It's detected with Moss. Orangey behind you, and Orangey begins to jinx. And uh, I paid thirteen whole American dollars for that goddamn investigator's badge. <laughs> you're not sure what happens because magic doesn't exist. exist. But Orangey, as you reach out to touch the creature spiritually, this time it's ready for you, and it lashes out back at you. So you block out for a moment, and uh, Detective Moss, you see Orangey get picked up off the ground and thrown down the hallway. Orangey, take one harm as you bounce off of several hard wooden objects. Okay. Detective Moss, you uh, realize that your shotgun isn't loaded. Why? As I put the other forward on you. Oh. You are quick about this, though. You pull two shotgun rounds from your pocket, load them into the chamber, and unload upon the horse. Roll to kick some ass as you do that. Uh, roll to kick some ass plus tough. I rolled a nine. I get a mixed success. So I, 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 uh, I do my damage with my shotgun, and it does damage, and the thing kind of you know trades blows with me. My shotgun does three harm. It is close, messy, and loud. There's the cacophony of thunder in this room as you discharge your shotgun. Are we doing double barrel? I feel like we're doing double barrel. I am. I'm giving the horse both barrels. The full load. You're going to give that horse the entire load. Yeah, we had half an (laughs) ass, but this horse is getting both loads. Shoot that full load at that horse. Yes. Unload on that horse. I don't want to watch this video. (laughs) (laughs) 
So you discharge your firearm at the horse, and uh, the pellets tear through its flesh, and no blood splatters from this beast, but bits of desiccated flesh and torn bone are scattered across the room. And in the instant that you discharge your firearm, before your trigger finger even has time to return to the ready position, the spectral copy of Mr. Blake looks past you at the ground. Its eyes flash red, and high on that Cheeto dust, it dashes past you. It throws you to the side and you take no harm, but it pulls out a silver knife and it stabs the photo that you had of it, which had fallen out of your pocket when you were forced to reload. The action forward I had taken is that you had lost something it would soon find. Okay. The photo erupts in green flame, and you watch its arm return to match the image of Mr. Blake. Okay. And that brings us to you, Mr. Blake, or uh, or Mr. Shaughnessy. You've been rifling around in, a, in your room for a minute. Yeah, so I, gra- I went into my room, and I grabbed my, uh, my stuff. I, I uh, slung my pick hammer over my shoulder, and expecting... And expecting that the Doolahan would have been spooked and like ran away, or if the other people would run away, I turn to the room, and hearing the shotgun, I I go to investigate and. Do I fly past him at this point? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I see you fly past, and you hear you hear the shotgun discharge. You see Orangey fly down the hallway, and you realize that something has gone awry. Yeah, fucking Doolahan is in the saloon. Yeah. I knew something was awry. Uh, so I see I see that go down. Yeah, I'm going to go see what's going on. Should I, like, investigate a mystery here? Or? Something's awry. That's a, something's a wheat. Something's a sourdough. That's something's a, a seven. Free. It's a what? That's a seven. That's lower end of mixed success, right? Yes. So all of these things are going on. They don't quite line up because... The Dula hand shouldn't be able to throw people like that. And uh, in theory, it would have left when you threw your precious metals to it. And you, you step out of your door and you see kneeling in the hallway, Mr. Thomas Blake. And he's uh, he's hunched over with one hand on the ground and he appears to be injured. So I see Thomas Blake and I see Detective Moss on the ground and I go, What the hell are you doing, boys? Isn't it, isn't it past time to be getting out of here? I, I am earning my $500, Mr. Marley. Uh, Jay, he's talking to the monster. You know that. He does not. Fair enough to earn your keep. And I walk over to pick him up off the ground, thinking that there's nothing wrong. It's not the real Thomas, Molly. So, it's not real, Thomas. That brings us to you. Uh, I still have the Dullahan in front of me, right? Uh, you have you have the horse that is still in the room with you. The Dullahan has Cheeto-dusted into the hallway. Uh, I have the silver knife in one hand. I grab and pull my crossbow, look at the doorway, and try and take a shot at myself, I guess. You can catch yourself in the lower quarter, but you have to shoot past Jay. He's on the ground, I thought. They both are. Oh. He's, they're both partially obstructed by the doorway. You have you have clear line of sight, but you have to shoot past parts of Jay to get to him. He tackled, he tackled like, he bull rushed past me and tripped over me, basically, and stabbed the photo. Like, Got so it. we're both kind of... Alright, uh, that is, uh, ten. That's good. Yep, uh, with my crossbow. So I'm going to try and get him right in the leg so it's real hard for him to keep running around like that. Solid. Pin him. Pin him. Uh, is your crossbow special in any way? It's a uh, wooden crossbow, iron-tipped, probably. Uh, usually 
I imagine Thomas usually finds out what he's fighting, then goes from there on improving his shit, then goes and kills it. This time he doesn't have the luxury, so... On a 10+, for kick some ass, uh, you may choose one extra effect. You gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, plus one harm. You suffer less harm, minus one harm, or you force them where you want them, which sounds kind of like what he's trying to do. Yeah, I'm gonna try and slow him, essentially. We'll we'll play la- we'll play fast and loose. You're going for a crippling shot, right? Basically, we'll, we'll call it a we'll call it a day on that. Uh, with that, uh, the damage I do is let me make sure I get this right because it's a uh, old-fashioned weapon. It is three harm. Okay, uh, Orangey, you come to uh, just in time to look down the hallway and you see Shaughnessy standing over Mr. Blake and Mr. Moss. As Mr. Blake gets shot right through the knee by a crossbow bolt from something in the room. Nice. Does it, uh, does it, like, react in any way so that I know for oh, a yeah. fact that yeah, it is? he got shot in the knee. He cries out in pain. It cries out in pain in the voice of Mr. Blake. Okay. Does, is, is Orangey on the bottom floor now? Or is no, Orangey still just down the hallway. Okay. Orangey's, like, 15 feet away. So, I'm going to, hmm, I would like to... I would like to act, but I'm not 100% certain that's not actual Thomas. So I'm, I don't know if I should actually act against it or not. Literally. Hmm. Roll me. So you, you need to determine. I need to determine if that's the actual monster or not. Because you just got knocked the fuck out. So you have no idea what's going on. Exactly. I feel like your best effort here would be to use one of your magic abilities, my friend. (laughs) Because you have those. You're right. You're right. I'm, I guess I will... Hmm. Can I manipulate the sight to see if it is actually the monster? That's your true sight thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, te- yeah, it says, yeah, I can see the invisible, especially spirits and magical influences. So technically, I should be able to see through whatever thing it's using to disguise yeah, you itself know as that, uh, You know that this creature is operating through some sort of mesmer. Yeah. So that's a very solid way to go about it. Okay, so I'm going, yeah, I'm going to switch on my sight and notice and realize that it is, in fact, the monster. And I am going to come at it with my big knife. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to throw myself at it with all the force that little-ass orangey can muster. So I'm going to roll kick some ass. That is a seven. So. My big knife is is, uh, one harm. We're going to bump back to you, Shaughnessy. Um. Is uh, Mr. Moss drops that bomb on you? That that's what was that line? Uh, it it is not the real Thomas. And Orangey shoves you out of the way and comes down on top of what you thought was Mr. Blake, double fisting his big old Bowie right into the middle of the thing. Yep. Uh, as you do this, though, the silver knife that it had in its hand that it destroyed the photo with it flips upright and returns into your gut, doing two harm. Who's got? Yours. Your gut. Ooh, guys. You're trading knives. I'm You're in a knife fight with a monster. I'm starting to get... I'm starting to look real bad. So, Mr. Shaughnessy and Mr. Uh, Mr. Moss. I would actually like to use a luck point to, to uh, not take that harm, because that's a lot to me. <laughs> it's a lot to everybody. We all just the tickle. Arm. Yeah, yeah. You, you can use luck to decrease a wound you just suffered to zero harm. It still would do, like... He can do an effect via the move, basically, but it would not cause harm. So you do get lucky, Mr. Orangey. Mrs. Orangey. 
You do get lucky, Orangey. There you go. And uh, you are able to divert the returning knife blow, but you are now caught in a grapple with Mr. Thomas Blake. That's thing. that's not great. That's not great. D- Detective Moss would like to get. The whole point was to get the the photographer out of the room and safe. So I'm gonna since nothing's between me other than the horse, I'm gonna try to get the photographer out of the room with the horse. Uh, so. I am trying, uh, and my only question, and you can make me roll for this answer, or, but but it's pretty simple. Would it be easier for me to go out, like, a back window, or to try to go in and drag him to the hall? You've got monsters to the left of you. Monsters to the right. And, uh, there he is. Stuck in the back with Mr. Blake. stuck in the middle with a horse. The best way out, the best way out is still bad. But the best way out is past one monster. Well, not and not, that is through the window onto the roof. Yeah, I'm going to basically uh, try to run past the horse and like grab the photographer and basically just sort of kind of dive out onto the. There, there's a, you're Sounds saying there like is a you're roof. trying to protect somebody. Protect someone stops damage specifically, so this would be uh, a, uh, a a act under pressure. I think. Okay, I agree with sure, that. Sure, whatever. Yeah, protect someone is when you prevent harm to another character. Do so. it. Act under pressure. I rolled me and... What, what do I add to that? It's cool, isn't it? Tell me it's not cool. I don't like cool. I don't add anything to cool. But, oh, wait. I got Nate. It's okay. Mixed success? Yeah, mixed success. So, uh... You do the thing, but you expose yourself to harm, right? The keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or a price to pay. So as you come around the corner, you see that uh, Mr. Blake, the real Mr. Blake, is standing up. And... He's gathered himself, and he is in the corner positioned in such a way to protect the photographer, and the horse creature begins to blitz across the path that you would take to get to the photographer. So you can hold your charge until after the horse crosses your path. You can move through that area, and you will get hit by the horse. Those are your two options there. If I let the horse go by, though, it's going to hit the guy, right? You're not sure. Uh, yeah. It would have to go through the man and Mr. Blake. Yeah, I'm going to just, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try to beat, to, 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 I, I will uh, push that man toward the, there is a roof underneath yes. the window? Okay. You're on the second floor. The, uh, the rooms are smaller than the base. The base has the kitchen and all that shit, so there is a bit of a roof. You'll eventually have to jump off the roof, but it gets you away from all the monsters immediately. Detective Moss is a is a big enough man that as much as I know it's a terrible idea, I will put myself in the way of this horse in order to make sure that I get this man out. Basically, I'm just going to be running to try to shove him out, like, toward the window. So and, you do uh, that? To- uh, Thomas, you, try to, you try to beat the horse at the racetrack. Thomas, I've got him safe. Orangey. Got and, it. And, uh... You and the horse cross paths, which works about as admirably for you as you think it would. And uh, the horse kicks you hard in the thigh Oof. as you go by. With such force, in fact, that it spins you and like throws you to the ground for a moment. You're able to get back up, but you definitely have a limp and you take one harm. Okay. Uh, Mr. Blake, we'll call that to you. Uh, as the horse does this, it crashes across the room and starts thrashing about and destroying the totes and cases on that side of the room. You see bits of metal and sheets of paper 
and jars of liquid and broken glass as this creature just annihilates this box of things. What the fuck kind of chicanery is this? And I, uh, since I already have my Beautiful. my pick, my uh, spike hammer uh, slung over my shoulder, I want to act under pressure to just boop the fake Thomas right off of her, him. They right off of them. Y'all. Partner. Right y'all. off, right off this here, partner. <laughs> uh, and just knock him away. So acting under pressure, and because of uh, me rushing into what was probably something dangerous before. I have two forward on this. Uh, I rolled a nine, and then act under pressure is cool, so it's 10, 12. That's good. That's good for, that's good for Orangey, who was the other thing you would have hit. What, what, are you kicking ass? No, I'm acting under pressure to move, to just boot him off with the hammer. Then he does what he sets out to do. Yeah. Mr. Giannis, she catches the thing in the gut on a rising uppercut with his hammer and uh, takes him to the balcony. Bannister, which yields under the weight of Shaughnessy, the creature, and a hammer. Congratulations, Orangey. You're free as uh, Shaughnessy, the hammer, and the creature tumble off of the balcony. I would like to act under pressure to grab Marley before he goes tumbling off the side with it. Hold on, why did I get a bad thing? I rolled a whole 12. Yeah, he's not actually going on her. He's under control of this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's riding them off. He's surfing that bitch down. So there's. A, so you're not saying that he will get hurt. <laughs> I mean, like, logically, you wouldn't know that, but the dice have spoken now. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go ahead and let that happen then. <laughs> I just want to say, I'm going to come out of this looking like a badass if I just fucking rode a man down a fucking flood. So uh, we will we will come back to Thomas, um, <laughs> and you you see the shenanigans with the horse, and you see Marley just football tackle that thing off the balcony with his hammer. So uh, you know, do what you're gonna do, whatever that is. Things so, just got weird. The horse is still there, right? Yes. Just gave him the Astaroth treatment. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sea Biscuit. Uh, so I'm gonna. Uh, grab my mace now and put the crossbow back across my back so I have a knife in one hand and a mace in the other and I'm going to go fuck that horse up. You do it. I'm going to try and get its attention. Uh, so I'm going to try and swipe it with the mace. I guess this is really weird, me fighting a fucking horse of all things. <laughs> <laughs> this is just weird. It's a flaming undead horse with no eyes, if that makes you feel better. It does. It does. It it, does that that definitely helps, yeah. A lot. Surprisingly, surprisingly it helps a lot. Like, you, you know what? It does. <laughs> Hashtag no reference. Uh, I guess I'm going to go fight a horse. Uh. <laughs> uh, seven total. All right, back and forth, damage done. So you, you swing your mace out. And uh, you catch the horse in the hind quarter. The horse does the horse thing and catches you in the chest. Oh, bitch. Two hooves, two harm. Uh, I negate one, and I deal three. So. The uh, the horse's hind quarter yields, and it continues to trample the possessions and the equipment for a moment before its head rears back so hard that it snaps its own neck. <laughs> Its front legs shatter in the joints and collapses back inward into its body. The entire mass of the creature melds into a pool of writhing smoke, and out of it rises once again your copy. Clad in your armor, 
bearing your mace and your crossbow. Son of a bitch, I know this guy's tough. Oh, that's that's <laughs> fucked so, up. So now there's so does the, three is Thomases? There, yeah, is, yes. is, is the other one still there? Okay. Um, um, that's, that's fucked up. Uh, all right. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the doorway, and I saw that happen, so I'm going to yes. shoot at it. <laughs> I, I would like to uh, me me and the me and the cameraman are kind of in a pile together near the window, and I would like to turn to Thomas one and Thomas three, and uh, I would like to say, Thomas. Yep. I do wish to give you my most sincere and humblest of apologies. Would you mind kicking me my shotgun? <laughs> God. <laughs> so. So now you have a Thomas with you downstairs, and there is two in front of me. I'm going to shoot the bad one. So, uh, Orangey. Wait, which one? <laughs> Orangey, before you do that, I want you to roll me a thingy. Oh, what oh. you need? I want you to roll a, uh, hmm, be a good one for this. Roll me a magic. Roll me magic. This isn't going to prevent you from doing what you're doing, but roll me a magic. Just use magic? Okay. Yeah, you, use magic. So you've got your sight going, right? Yes, I do. That is a seven. So you don't get a good look at it. Okay. But you see the horse dismember itself into its new form. And uh, as the flesh tears back from the yellowed bones and the body decomposes into the writhing oily smoke, you do see for a brief moment a glint within the smoke that continues as it reforms around into the new form. Oh. I'm going to attempt to shoot whatever that was. Yes. If that's a, if that's okay with you. Yes. Can, can I clarify too? I don't see the smoke at all, right? The smoke thing. Oh, uh, you did that time because oh, okay. it literally turned into it. Okay. So in that instance, yes, but you don't see the just sort of ghastly haze. It's everywhere. That's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is an eight. Eight to kick some ass. So you shoot the thing, and uh, as your bullet passes through the back left lung of Tommy 2.0. 3.0. Tommy 3.0. It's uh, Has that Tom- fucking one died yet? Jesus it's, Christ. It, it's Thomas, Tom, and Tommy. Yeah, as, as your bullet passes through the back, back left lung of new Tommy, you see that same glint for a moment, and you see that you missed it. Fuck. Um, the creature turns its head to stare at you. The full... 190 degrees that is required to break a neck. Um, yes. Uh, cool, 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 cool. And <laughs> the thing disseminates itself into the writhing mass of smoke once again. Uh, Mr. Shaughnessy downstairs. Hey, before we get to my turn, I just want to say, Jay, you're wrong. About what? I'm wrong about a lot of things, bro. You're going to be more specific. <laughs> uh, one to three harm wounds improve when you receive first aid, uh, and later when you rest. You heal one when you do so. I can also use magic to, to heal harm as well. That's important. That's important. See, I don't know that stuff. So, Jeff, at ground level in the saloon, you, uh, you weren't knocked out, but if any of you have taken a significant amount of force, you know that that jars you for a moment. You look down, and your Blake is no longer Blake. You see a fair-skinned lass with long black hair, a silk ribbon tied through it. Her dress flows underneath your body, and she looks up at you, 
eyes of red, a burning fire behind them, and she says, Milady, can I take you with me? I have a boy just like you. She opens her mouth, and you see a cauldron of hot fire begin to boil in the depth of her throat. Whoa. Oh, saves my service. I fucking... Uh, and... I'm gonna I'm gonna roll to act under pressure to get the fuck off this broad. Not the first time Jeff's had to make this roll. <laughs> get, 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 rolling to get off so the broad. Jeff, what did you do? Uh, roll a for, roll, 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 roll out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> old school pull out. Ho 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 ho! Did you fail? Well, guess who just marked experience and leveled up? Oh, fantastic! <laughs> Dude, you suck. <laughs> Dude, I snake eyes that roll, bro. <laughs> he scared him into next level. Oh my god, that's fucking funny. Yeah, no, there's nothing I can do to help that. I roll the snake eyes, I get plus one for uh, cool air, I believe. And yeah, I'm fucking. Mm, ouch. So, speaking of snakes, Jeff, as uh, you, you stumble to your feet and you try to escape, and as you do so, her eyes flash and from her mouth lurches. A long, broad serpent of flame that bites deep into your shoulder, burning you and sending searing pain. You feel what would only be describable as wickedness pumping into your body as the burning serpent clamps down upon your arm. Take two harm. Ouch. Yeah. Um, that's... As this happens, everyone can hear me go, Oh, by the moors and all that's holy! So the, the Thomas in front of Thomas has dissolved itself to bone and brittle back to smoke, and you see its body just evaporate into the air. Orangey, you see a pulse as the smoke suddenly, the ephemeral smoke suddenly thickens, reabsorbing the material body it had composed. And uh, Jeff, as you recoil to the ground downstairs, the fine lass, she blows you a kiss and she hikes the skirt on one side and she says, until next time, laddie, save me the kiss. And she backs away into a cloud of smoke and also disappears. yourselves in various positions and various states of disarray. Jay, uh, Detective Moss is clambered halfway through a window with the photographer. The real Thomas Blake is standing in the middle of the photographer's room amidst strewn chaos and destroyed possessions. Orangey, you're standing on the balcony, injured but not fatally. And down below, Mr. Asianasi. You, uh, you have a little bit of fire to put out on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, Lord knows I'm trying. It's not a natural fire. I'm doing that. I'm spitting over the the right shoulder and spitting on the left. <laughs> Sticking his dick on a nail. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually probably running out to the troughs out front. It's not much fire. It's like embers. You can put it out, you know, easy enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Then, I'm, yeah, I'm just patting it out. Thomas? Yes, sir? Once again, I wish to apologize, and I think it's time for us to reevaluate the situation. Oh, so are you learning? Quickly, Thomas. Yes, I'm learning quite quickly. There you go. 
Uh, get all of our belongings and meet down in the saloon. And uh, if you... One second. And I pop my armor back into place after getting hoof kicked. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, li- I limp out of the room for being hoofed into the fucking thigh. Thomas takes a deep breath. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, is the... Is the saloon, like, all this happened, were there people in it, or were they, was it closed? Not anymore. Yeah, yeah I imagine everybody Everybody's banned. out? At this point, the only poor fuck that was still in that place was the poor, poor cameraman, who <sighs> just wanted to take some pictures and go home. Um, Alright, so, when by the time you guys get downstairs, Marley has a bottle of whiskey in his hand, and he's holding his shoulder, <laughs> and... Chugging the whiskey, shaking like a leaf. So uh, I guess as we kind of re re regather ourselves, um, is anyone proficient in first aid? Uh, let me check. <laughs> I can attempt to use uh, some magic on someone. So like, there's not like a. I don't think. I don't think there's like a first aid skill here. No, I don't think there is. It's I, just I, like I, if I, your background it, supports I it, it. Mainly for role play. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the attempts of magic is is something that we could do here. You know, I've I've fixed a couple of bumps and bruises in my day. Um, also, it's to be noted, Thomas actually sits down and he breathes a little shaky for a second before studying out his breathing. Uh, I, I I check on the photographer. Is he hurt? He has taken what would equate to one harm. He got thrown across the room, but he has incidental injuries. Bumps, bruises, cuts, lacerations. He wasn't directly harmed. Almost. Thomas took that bolt for him. Uh, I asked the photographer, Ex- Excuse me, sir, but this, uh, this Doolahan seemed to have some sort of problem with your effects. Was there anything other than your camera equipment? No, no, just just my. Is that an investigative photography? Is that an investigative mystery? I mean, it could be, but I'm pretty sure of this particular clue. <laughs> uh, it's all I had. Uh, maybe some money. It uh, um clothing. Yes. Uh, I'm going to ask anyone else if they noticed anything, but I will tell you what I saw. Maybe, maybe you are right, Thomas. In fact, it's looking very much like you are, because I don't think we can fake this level of of. Uh, of a bullshizer, but the one thing that it did do, regardless of its origins, is that it seemed to be targeting the camera, its equipment, and the photograph that the photographer had given me. It managed to get it from me and burn it. It wasn't after the photographer, it seemed to be after his effects, and most importantly, the photos. Anybody else see anything? Uh, definitely seemed like it doesn't like its image on anything. I've never seen something like that. Maybe I read about it somewhere, but I've never faced anything that hated a picture of it so much. I'll, I'll tell you what I know, right? It didn't run when it was gold, it wasn't a Doolahan. Next thing you know, there's a double, and I kick this, a copy of this unlucky fuck off a stairway. Land on the bottom, and it's goddamn, oh, this is gonna be a weird one. Karthanak. <laughs> it's a goddamn Karthanak. Fucking mother of the devil on me. Under me. Then on me. I don't know what the, the fuck's going on here, but in no way, shape, or form do I like it. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, if it's okay with you, Mitch, I'm going to use the site to investigate a mystery. Sure, buddy. Yeah, I'll be doing that as well. Seeing as it is kind of my my one thing, uh, I'm going to do that, but he's got the site, so he should do definitely go first. Yeah, I got a 10. All right. my plus two weird. What are we doing? What are we looking for? So I would like to ask, what sort of creature is it? Well, 
Obviously. It's some sort of shapeshifter. Yeah. Is there any other actionable intel that we could get from that question? I'm, I'm thinking about it. Hang okay. on. Give me a second. Yeah. I, I'm loading. This is <laughs> get, part get, of my loading stream. Give me something. It's, it's time to be uh, a little more forthcoming with info because no, no, I, I don't know what to I do. Well, like, oh, hold on. I'm going to give you okay. something right now. What? I'm going to give you something. And I'll tell you what. Of all the tales I've heard in my years, there's nothing I feared more than a Quarthanach. That was the most terrifying experience of my life. M- Molly, you aren't making much sense. What is a Quarthanach? Qu- qu- Fire-smitten demon. Mother of the devil. The worst of the worst. Is that actually what it is, Mitch? That is the thing that it turned into in front of Marley. Mm-hmm. This is... Can Kothanak shapeshift, Marley? It said they can do a lot of things. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. You said that was the thing that scares you the most? Yeah. Ah, son of a bitch. That explains it. Fuck. So with this information that you've gotten from Marley, you you come to a similar conclusion to what Mr. Blake has probably also just gathered, in that it is... A creature that preys upon the living using shape-shifting as a tool. But you also know from what you've seen that the physical manifestation isn't the creature. That glint that you saw within it, that, that is the thing. And you don't know what this thing is yet because it's beyond, it's beyond knowledge that you've heard of. It's beyond your personal occult expertise. But you know that the spirit or wisp inside of the smoke is the thing that you need to target, and that the physical embodiment is just the way that it extends its reach onto the world. So, Thomas, what what is it, Thomas? It's something that's fucking with us specifically. It basically appears in front of us as our worst fears. It's why it looked like me. You are afraid of yourself, Thomas? Hell yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I'm awesome! Aren't you? Can you, can you imagine if I was on the other side? I would kill so many goddamn Tom, good people. Thomas, I did not have to imagine what it would be like if you were on the other side. Yeah. You were kicking our ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, kicked, I kicked my ass. I don't know. I kicked your ass pretty well. <laughs> All right. I turn to uh, the, the photographer. Are you deeply afraid of a, of a, hunts, of a headless horseman? Well, well no. Are, your, are the railway workers? Well, the... I'm afraid of them now. I'm afraid of them since I saw it barrel down upon me the other day when I heard the rail worker scream. Then why did it show up to us as a horseman? I, I don't know. We weren't the first people it visited, probably. Uh-huh. Okay, as I, as, I, as I did get a hold to, I will ask my second question. What can hurt it? You saw it. F- I saw, I saw, yeah, I saw that glint of a thing inside of it. Yeah, you saw the glint of a thing. You saw it get smacked with a mace, shot with a shotgun, bolted to the goddamn floor, tackled off a second story. Yeah, it basically shook all that shit off. And the one thing that spooked it was when when you almost grazed the thing inside. Okay, so it is that thing specifically. Yeah, so as far as you can tell, that is the one thing that, uh, that thing, whatever that thing is, that is what... It fears being damaged. So, I would like to use my investigator mystery roll after all this. And I'm, I'm going to kind of recase it, because I, I like things to be concrete. Detective Moss No, Mr. The Moss, it was not fucking special effects, no, 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 all right? No, 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 but, <laughs> but my point is, is I'm... I'm, <laughs> no, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's not just special effects, but I do want to see the concrete effect it had on the world. Uh, starting with our fight scene, I'm going to go over, and traveling out into the uh, outside to see if it left hoof prints and stuff. 
So mm. or, or a giant goddamn hole in the wall. Yeah, literally, I want to see if it can be <laughs> tracked or, you know, like, it, 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 sure. it crushed through the walls and the windows, but did it leave so tracks from where it came from? before you answer any questions, I'm going to say that immediately it looks like every effect it had on the world was real. Yeah. That's a fucking, that's a 14. Uh, <laughs> that, that's two sixes plus two. Yeah, you're pretty certain that was just sleight of hand and a couple of mirrors. It's nothing to be concerned with. All right, so then my two questions, because Detective Moss is much more concrete man. I would like to start with, uh, so we already got what can hurt it. Let, let's just go with where did it go? It's the one I really want. I'm just trying to figure out my second question, but that's the one I want. Where did it go? And that is where the trail ends. Where did it go or where did it come from? Where did it go? That is Cotton one of the questions I get with investigative Cotton mystery. Cotton-eyed Joe. Damn it, Jeff beat me to it because I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> you guys are the worst. <laughs> um, you have no idea. After the conflict, when it disappeared, it left no new traces. What did I see that with my sight, though? You saw in the moments that it cleared, you saw all of the smoke, the ephemeral smoke, just leave. Okay. It all rushed from... Orangey saw all of that rush from the building. The rest of you just saw the oily, writhing smoke that made up its body dissipate. So I guess uh, my other question that I'll throw in, and it kind of ties into where did it go, is what can it do? Uh, I'd like to know, did it leave tracks coming in? Yes. It did leave tracks coming in. Okay. But it seemed to have just <laughs> vanished into thin air when it left. Yes. Okay. I- I'm good with that. Um, I'm going to come up and talk to... and say... Or I'm going to relay to them what I noticed while I was shooting at it. I am, uh, I, you, you basically see me sort of wandering outside at this point, trying to follow, like, the tracks. Uh, eventually, I do come back in, but if you guys are talking to me. Thomas sits there, and he's mad as fuck. So, the, just to, just to clarify where we're at, the bomb has been dropped that it's, it's coming after our fears. Um, and... We're pretty sure this is what's causing the problem. And Marley's half a bottle of whiskey down. <laughs> so Marley looks up from his whiskey, still favoring his shoulder, and goes, So you're telling me this son of a bitch has been coming after me with my own motherfucking fears? This shite don't stand. It's taken out too many good railway men. I won't be another one to fall. Well... You wanna you wanna earn your five hundred, Detective Moss? Let's go earn that fucking five hundred. I I uh, I uh, I approve of your gumption, Molly, but we are all very wounded. I feel that maybe we should rest for a moment before we chase it down. It seems to have left tracks, but I do not want to find it in the dark. Hey, uh, Orangey. Yes. You said you could patch us up, right? I I can attempt to. Uh, Mitch, am I bleeding? No. Do I have a burn? Yes, in fact, you do. There's a okay. burn on your shoulder. It is a ring in the shape of what would have been the snake bite, but rather than the expected punctures or burns that you would normally see there, there's a ring of text in your inherited tongue. And when you look at it, it reads itself to you in your mind. And there's a simple line that says, "'Twere always a fun lass, ne'er a fair lass.'" I, as I'm examining this wound and I read that, I go, Oh.
everyone, and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement, and we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, share us, tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash Torchlit Tavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there, and we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. All right, have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, a.k.a. Roy, at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you could just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff, still playing the Jell-O-Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use, at Big underscore J underscore The Batman. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not time for this thing. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchlit Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, warlock.